Praise God. What a blessing to be back uh, in the house of God. It's uh, wonderful to, to see all of you. You know, from our pers- perspective, it's hard to predict how many people are coming, how many are not coming. And this has been uh, taking up the bulk of our energy the last several several actually the last month you know to predict exactly the right number and with the distance and all of these things so uh, uh, thank you for your patience but it's just a blessing to see everybody here and i don't mean this in the bad way but to bless god for those who are not here Uh, because uh, we were saying if there's too many people we would have to do another service you know afterwards and i can go to lunch now hallelujah (laughs) But um, also, uh, we've started broadcasting live on, on YouTube. And so, uh, greetings to all the YouTube people. Uh, we have to get used to that as well. Um, but it's, it's good to be back in a rhythm of fellowship and to be with everybody. God is good. Amen. It's good to see everybody. Wow. Um, you know, I think uh, God said in Genesis, it's, it's not good for man to be alone. There's times to be alone, and that's good, but it's not good for man to... I don't think it's just referring to marriage. I think also, you know, the family of God. Hebrews tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves, one one to another, because when we come together, something happens, something is released that we cannot quantify in this material world, but there's a power that ministers to us that's released into the air, that's released into the atmosphere, and that brings change, and it's wonderful to be... Uh, back in that rhythm again. Amen? Then I met you, everybody. I'm uh, going to assume that everybody is smiling behind those masks. I'm just going just gonna to assume. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We're going to get uh, right into the word for today. And uh, before we start, I have an announcement to make. We're going to leave different today from the way that we came in. In Jesus' name. I said we're going to leave different today from the way that we came in. Amen. I believe that when God gives us some things and gives us direction, we cannot help but to be impacted. And I thank God for that. Maybe before I get into the scripture, let me just preface this. Jesse was talking about this a little bit. Last week, if you were here or if you followed the word last week, Sally was teaching about um, the importance of being mindful of this time, that this is an unusual and abnormal time, and we cannot act normal uh, in an abnormal time. Amen? That the, the, the labor pains have begun. We're living in a season when, uh, when Christ is, uh, is the, the, the return of Christ, the rapture of the church is, is nigh upon us because um, the, the, the signs are indicative of this, but more than that, that the Spirit of God was really speaking to Sally. Now, I was telling the earlier service, and I want to tell you as well, I've known Sally for a long time. We've been ministering together since we were kids. And um, right when Sally got saved, I'm not going to tell you how many years, just a few years ago, um, he, he was very much consumed with these ideas of, uh, of eschatology. Like he was all into the graphs and the charts and the maps of pinpointing the, the, when, when Christ is coming back and when the end time events and he was big into the beast and all, all, of, all of that stuff. And um, it got almost, uh, it became almost unhealthy to a degree. And uh, the Lord really confronted him and challenged him. And so he, he actually stopped 
all of that 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 stuff and he began just to focus on on what god said and you know what the spirit of god was speaking to him and and getting more on the word and he has been like that since since those those days up till now until there was one one message that he he taught during the during the covid uh, broadcast and then again last week um he he brought all this stuff up again uh not because uh of anything um from his youthful ministry days when he was consumed with this these things but i believe god is bringing these things again because the holy spirit is really speaking this message to him and to us as the church amen Can we say amen for that amen. we're living not just in unprecedented times on earth but we are living in unprecedented times spiritually and we are living in the time of the end so uh I was mindful that if God is really speaking that to to him in this time that we should also take heed. It's not a hobby or or something it's something that God is really saying and if God is really telling us this um I felt that I didn't want to preach something else because uh, I really believe this is the word that the Lord has for us. So I spent some time this week just asking the Lord what he would have for us um this week and and what what we should be doing in such a time like this. and um i feel the lord has given me some direction we're going to try to hit that today amen amen so i want to go first of all to the word that sally was on last week from matthew chapter 24 and i just want to read one verse from this and then we're going to look at mark's gospel and the the same idea that god that jesus was teaching there matthew's gospel chapter 24 and verse number 40 42 It says therefore keep watch because you do not know on what day your lord will come. It says therefore keep watch. Can everybody say keep watch? Okay now staying in that theme let's go to Mark's gospel Mark's gospel chapter 13 and I want us to look at verse number 32 to the end of the chapter we're going to read that together. uh mark 1332 no one knows about the that day or hour not even the angels in heaven nor the son but only the father be on guard be alert you do not know when that time will come it's like a man going away he leaves his house and puts his servants in charge each with his assigned task and tells the one at the door to keep watch Therefore keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back whether in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or at dawn if he comes suddenly do not let him find you sleeping what i say to everyone what i say to you i say to everyone watch father in jesus name anoint my mouth to declare your word and give us ears to hear what you are saying and i thank you for what you have done in advance in jesus name amen um <clears throat> what i wanted us to focus in on this passage is the amount of times and also in the matthew's account the amount of times that uh jesus uses this word watch he says watch if you the king james version it actually in this small passage that we've read it says watch four times in verse 32 verse 33 verse 35 and verse 37 and it concludes by saying what i say to you i say to everybody watch everybody say watch so 
it's telling us of of uh, how no one knows the day or the hour okay but that day is coming and because you don't know the day or the hour your responsibility or your job is to watch everybody say watch um so that would be helpful for us because it 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 highlights uh our responsibility in the equation his responsibility to is to come at the time that is appointed and only known by the father our responsibility is to watch all right so if we do our responsibility we can feel good about what we have done and what is our responsibility church is to watch now i i i looked up this word watch because it's a lot of watching in fact it it says it says uh, verse 35 um uh, and and tell the one at the door to keep watch therefore keep watch so not only watch but keep watch keep watch keep watch church okay it's a joke you didn't get it okay um our assignment is uh, is to watch the greek word is gregorio and gregorio literally means to be awake or to watch and in verse 33 the word is similar it's agrupieno and it means to be sleepless and to be watchful to be awake and not to be asleep all right so what what he's telling us is our job is not just to watch with the eyes but to watch in a sense of being awake and not being asleep the worst thing that we can be in this time and in this season is to be asleep do not be asleep especially in this service in Jesus name all right we are we are not to be uh, asleep we are to be awake and we are not to be asleep now i don't think that this is a case that Jesus is actually um uh talking about physical sleep per se all right and i was telling the earlier service that this would be emma's most favorite instruction ever because she would assign all of us non-stop back to back all night prayer starting from tonight because jesus said do not sleep hallelujah for some of us it's not such a good news but i don't think he's referring to physical sleep because there's a lot of instruction actually for physical sleep all right in fact psalm 127 tells us that god grants sleep to those he loves of which i am one hallelujah all right yeah, hebrews chapter 4 it talks about entering into the rest of god it says therefore since the promise of entering his rest still stands let us not be found to have fallen short of it there is a rest in god and even jesus himself fell asleep on the boat in the midst of the storm jesus himself sleeps so it's okay to sleep and if jesus slept i will sleep in jesus name All right but I don't think I don't think he's talking so much about physical sleep because I think that physical sleep uh, uh, is is symbolic of a, another parallel that he's trying to highlight for us but if we study what sleep is like we can probably di- di- deduce what God is trying to or Jesus is trying to prepare us for in this last day let's talk about physical sleep how many of you enjoy your sleep everybody okay this may be not might not be the word for you. <laughs> um sleep is good. I'm not having I don't have anything against sleep and I thank God for sleep. But something that you will notice about sleep is that when you when you sleep what happens is, is that you switch off from this world as we know it and you switch on to the world of sleep. You are almost dead to this world. 
you don't see feel taste it's different from being being blind being blind you kind of still have your senses but when you're asleep everything is gone but you are alive or awake to the world of sleep and the world of sleep includes things like dreams okay and dreams come with very different kind of experiences you could have a a, a nightmare okay uh, and in the nightmare you would see a lot of fearful things and even your emotions are engaged in your sleep hmm? and you could be scared and fright frightened in your sleep and it will remain to be the case until you wake up and when you wake up you are switched off at that point to the world of sleep and you are awake to the world of this reality and you assess the reality in which you are in you look around and you make your calculations and you conclude praise god that was just a dream i was sleeping it's not reality therefore it doesn't count hmm? and, and and so if you have a bad dream and you wake up you are a little bit relieved because it was only a but it could also be bad news because if you have extremely good news like you married the girl of your dreams all right or if you have a have you had those dreams okay or or you got a million dollars and you're so happy in your dream and then you wake up and your reality kicks in and then you realize it was only a and so so you're not as happy in that case as you were before because it was a, a dream the 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 point i'm trying to make is that the dream can seem like such a reality but since it's only a dream it doesn't really count now the advantage is, is if you can recognize this while you are dreaming you can really manipulate things in your dream all right i don't know if you've done that before but whenever i try to do that that's when i wake up and i, I lose my opportunity but uh, uh, you know do the things that you're never really allowed to do like flying like you know okay so jesse wants to fly um the the point is that's not reality this is reality and the world of this reality cancels out everything that's not real okay that's what dreaming is i believe when jesus is telling us to be watchful and to be awake he's not referring to this sleep but he's referring to the real world of the spirit because just like the world of dreaming is a world of dreams to this world this world also is a world of dreaming to the world of the spirit all right the real world the reality is not this world as real as it seems this world is not the real world this is just a in dom the bible tells us that this world is passing this world and its glory is passing away the real world is the world of the spirit where we will be forever with him where there is no fading away no sickness no death we are eternal creatures so when we get born again we are born again not of this world we were born once when we came by way of the mother's womb into this world of dreaming but when we accepted Christ we are born again of the spirit and that spiritual part of us it lives forever that is the real world this world is a temporary world this is almost like a dream i could almost say that this world doesn't really count because it's passing away hallelujah so i believe when god is telling us to be awake he's telling us to switch off this world of dreaming and switch on the world of the spirit hallelujah where reality is where jesus is the world that does not fade away see the the world of the spirit is more powerful and more real than the world of this world in which we live in because this world came out of the spirit world amen am i doing okay
when Jesus saved us, he saved us from corruption to live eternally with him. Not here, but with him in the world of the spirit. So that means that when we truly wake up to the world of the spirit, that means we assess things and we analyze things and we make conclusions about what is real and what is not. Lekka, our highs were not as high because it was only temporary. Lekka, our lows were not so bad because it was just temporary. Amen. And it's foolishness to be caught up in the, in the, in the wind and the waves of this world as long as provided that we understand that this world is temporary, that we are just passing through. So to be awake is to be awake to the world of the spirit, to be awake to the world of the eternal, to be mindful and conscious of the things that really matter and to use our experience in this world to the advantage of the world to which we are awake to. Can somebody say amen? Did, did that make sense? Yeah. So I, I want to help us to be awake today because our responsibility in this day is to be awake. Don't be sleeping. Be awake. Now, I believe one of the greatest ways, there's many ways that we can be awake to things of God and things of the Spirit. But the, the most important thing, I believe, more than anything, uh, you know what I've, I, I've seen with people is that when it comes to the things of the Spirit and the things of uh, engaging with the Spirit of God, I've noticed that everybody has maybe their own little personal avenue that they they access the things of God. And that's good because we're all different and He's a personal God. Amen? Um, we don't try to access God trying to be like somebody else's spiritual experience. We have our own access. The, 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 uh, the instruction of Scripture is to come to the throne boldly. So whatever boldly looks like for you, do that. Pastor Jesse has his own boldly. But don't try to be like Pastor Jesse because that's not your boldly, that's his boldly. Leave his boldly alone. My point is all of us have our own way to access God. You know my sheep know my voice. If you are a sheep, you know the voice of, of, the, of your shepherd. No, I'm in Bethlehem or something. All right, but I, I think there's... The, so, so I encourage everybody to find, find your shepherd's voice and, and, and learn by that, that leading. Amen? I don't want to teach that to you. That's something that the shepherd and you know for yourself. Actually, you don't come here to get a word. You come here to get a confirmation. Amen. Amen. Uh, but I think what, what, what one thing we all need to be mindful of and sensitive to is the word of the Lord. Okay? The word of the Lord is the, word, is the, the access point that graduates, graduates us from this world to the world of being awake. The word of God. In fact, Jesus said in John 6 and verse 63, he said, the spirit gives life. The spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have given you, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus said, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words that I have given you, the words that I have given you, the words that I have given you, they are spirit and they are our life. If I could maybe divide this stage into two, and on this side is the world of the dreaming or the reality which we live in right now. And on this side, if we could make this side the world of the spirit, 
okay the world of the awakeness to the true reality amen so so jesus said the spirit eh, gives life the flesh counts for nothing but he says the words that i have given you they are spirit and they are life so if we are in this life where we all are okay and we receive the word that he is giving us what happens is is that we become awake to the world of the spirit even though we're still in the world of the dream amen it is by way of his word that we engage in the in the world of we don't just fly out like even even John the apostle on the island of Patmos the book of revelation was written there the bible says that his own account he says i was in the spirit on the lord's day okay and when i was in the spirit i heard a sound of a trumpet then he gives this whole description of the glory that he saw of the son of god in a way that he had never known before like the sword coming out of his mouth his eyes were like fire you remember that's not this world over here he was in the spirit okay he was seeing this stuff in the spirit but look what he says afterwards revelation 117 he says after i saw him i became as a dead man meaning he was asleep here because he's awake over there hallelujah all right for us to be awake over there means that we are asleep over here we can't be asleep and asleep in both or awake and awake in both amen we are either awake in this one and asleep in this one or we are awake in this one and asleep in this one the instruction and our responsibility in this last day is to be awake to to the world of the spirit he said in this last day be watchful be awake do not be sleeping be awake meaning switch off here and come alive here levi china amen al kwinzari amen now now mind you jesus said the word so here we are we are all born here we are born again here we are still living here but jesus said the words that i have given you they are spirit and they are life so we will not experience spirit and life without that word that he speaks to us i would like to talk about a little bit about the word if i can um the the word of god what when the what what he said mind you what he said is the words that i have given you the words that i have given you there are two words for word in the greek logos and rhema logos is the written word rhema is the spoken word okay when jesus says it's the words that i have given you he's not talking about the written word he's talking about the spoken word it's the same source god will always speak through his scripture all right but and every scripture is good and profitable and useful for teaching correcting and training in righteousness amen amen okay but there's a difference from the written word that god has given us by way of writing and the word that god gives to us by way of speaking amen and it's the words that and he will always it's it's kind of like this is the language of god so you study the scripture to know his language like you study chinese so that when i speak to you chinese you will be able to say ah i know what you're saying because i studied chinese when we study the scriptures we're studying the language so that when god speaks to us we say oh i know what you're saying now and it's not a strange language to us zimalachu it concerns me when you get quiet on a message like this 
Hmm? So, so the, the Bible says, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. It does not say my sheep study my scriptures. We study the scriptures so that we can know the voice. Amen. Let me give you an example. Uh, uh, the Bible says in, in Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about the spiritual armor of God. All right. It talks about, you know, the, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace. Why are you looking at me like that? Huh? I'll let you. Oh, it's the mask. It's the mask. Behind the mask, you guys are just slain in the spirit, aren't you? I, I, I know. I understand. Okay. Uh, no, but he says, you know, these are all the spiritual armor that God gives us. But then when it comes to the word of God, he says, and take up the sword of the spirit, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God is the sword of the spirit. One translation says that it is the sword that the spirit wields. Praise the Lord. So, so if this is a sword of the spirit, it means that if it's just sitting there, it's pretty harmless. I mean, you can study it, study it and it's good to know the sword has this feature and that feature. But the sword is dead until the owner of the sword picks it up and starts to use it. For example, uh, in this country, we have a lot of military and police. Uh, some of the military, you might notice, they have these big Kalashnikov rifles that they carry around. We all live in Atsaba, correct? Okay, just checking. Okay, now, when the police are walking down the street, we're not afraid of them when, with, that, with that big gun. They're holding it, but it's dead because it has not been put to use. And agar salamno, we're just walking around. How are you doing? We can even go and say hi to the officer. But if there's an offense that has taken place or a crime that has gone on or some kind of revsha, the police will take that previously dead rifle and pick it up and now everybody goes crazy. Everybody is running. Why? Because the owner of the weapon has picked up the weapon and it is now alive. The sword of the spirit. It's a sword, but it belongs to the spirit. Now, the sword can seem dead. You know, people say, I read the Bible, I don't understand it. Of course you don't understand it. It's just the Bible. But when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of this Bible, and when he starts talking to you by way of his spirit, everything goes crazy. Your life can be flipped upside down with one word if it gets in the hands of the Holy Spirit. In fact, Jesus told his disciples, he said, don't go anywhere until you are endued with power from on high. They had the Bible. They knew the scriptures. They went to the synagogue. They even knew who Jesus was because everybody was waiting for Jesus, just like the scripture said. But Jesus told them, don't go anywhere until you are endued with power from on high. Why? Because John 16, 14 says, The Holy Spirit will come and He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. Ooh, hallelujah. So we need the Holy Spirit to be awake, to give us the word so that we can be awake, particularly in this time. Amen, amen. The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words that I have given to you they are spirit and they are life. What I'm challenging you when I tell you to be awake, I want everybody to go back to what it is that God has spoken to you. 
Because if God has truly spoken to you, it did not come from that world, it came from this world. And when you engage with that word, when you embrace with that word, when you hold on and act on that word, you are walking awake to the world of the spirit and dead to this world. Praise the Lord. In this world, there's ups and downs. And what's the problem with us, many of us as believers, is we allow the ups and downs of this world to become our reality. When we are being moved by the ups and downs, for example, Trump lost yesterday and Joe Biden won. Now, if you are overly, ridiculously ecstatic about that news, I mean, praise God, Biden won. I mean, if you're voting for Biden, praise God. Personally, I just like a little bit more stability. Personally, I'm just saying. But it's not the high of high. We did not win the world. It's just an election that will be voted on in another four years, which will stir up your emotions again in another four years. And somebody will be happy and somebody will be... Don't let your highs be overly high because it's temporary. It's passing away. Don't let your lows be unusually low because it's temporary. This world and its glories are passing away. Only Liverpool, you're allowed to go ecstatically high because Jesus is a Liverpool supporter. He told me. I got that from the Spirit. I told you, everybody, God speaks different in different ways. Okay, I have my own, excuse me. Don't let your highs deceive you. Don't let your, it's not that good and it's not that bad. What really should move us is what thus says the Lord. When you receive a word from the Lord, that is the highest high of every high. Hallelujah. That word will cause you to walk on water. Jesus, uh, Peter was on the boat in the sea and Jesus was walking on the water and Peter said if it's you tell me to come and Jesus said the word that came from his mouth and when Peter acted on that word he was living in the storm but the storm had no effect on him he should have been sinking in that storm but he was not sinking because there was a word that was sustaining him so that the wind and the waves were not affecting him until he took his eyes off Jesus Okay, he was doing just fine. And for us, until we take our eyes off Jesus, we will be just fine. My challenge to you today is to be awake, church. Take what God has said and hold on to what God has said. Uh, one of the things that really blessed me when I was studying this, and I, I just realized, you know, when we, when we came here yeah, and we started this ministry, um, although it's taken many many forms and maybe uh, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of ups and downs there's one thing that has remained constant from day one and the thing that has remained constant is the word that God spoke from the beginning uh, the Lord spoke to Abba about redeeming nations in righteousness that word it came from the world of the spirit it doesn't make sense okay it doesn't there's no there's no uh, uh, way to calculate in a logical sense what it is that God has said. And for a long time, Abba had received this word and he was trumpeting this, this sound, redeeming nations and righteousness. It, it, it was confusing for the normal person, but even confusing for maybe some spiritual people because it's something that doesn't exist here. Mind you, when God speaks to you, it will not have any correlation in this world. There will be nothing that you can compare it to or connect it to because it comes from a different place. And, and, and I didn't even fully understand what Abba is doing, nam nam. But one day, I can take you to the place and the time. And I remember I was in a place and I got something that came from this world. 
and I saw it. And I saw that redemption and I saw the rivers of God and I saw how God had uniquely put something on this land to be a blessing. That, Like what we declared, we forgot to do our, our confessions, but the confessions of, you know, from this place, a light will, will shine. There is no nothing in the record books, in the statistics, in the history that should suggest something from this nation or from this continent that, that should suggest that that should happen. But if it comes from God, it does not need any evidence. It does not need any support. It does not need any calculation. Because what proves that it is true is not the the world into which it was spoken, but the source from which it came. So when you hold on to that word, word, it puts every other word that you hear in check. You don't have to wait for CNN to make an announcement to get disturbed because there's another word that's governing you. I'm not saying turn the, the news off, but filter the news through what God has said. Amen? Filter the, 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 the what's the word in English? Safarwari. The, the word, the talk in the town. Filter the talk of the town through what God says. There's nothing worse than a believer who gets sucked in to the election drama, to the political drama. No, no, no. We we measure that. We counterbalance that with God said, with what God says. Amen. Because that's how we stay awake. Hallelujah. And so I, I'm grateful to the Lord because even the reason that we are here today under such a vision is because it's a vision that came from God. I believe that true vision can only come from God because only God can see the future. The best we can do as human beings is wish for the future or guess for the future. But only God can predict the future accurately because only God can see the future. So when we walk with God, we're walking in that faith and assurance, not in the, only the substance of what God spoke, but in the faithfulness and the character of the one who made it. God cannot lie and God cannot fail. It's impossible. And one word can change everything. Hallelujah. 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 So I know right now there's election drama in the world, in the U.S., but you know the U.S. and the world, it kind of goes together. I know right now there's even war in our nation as we speak. Hmm? But these are all things that's transpiring on this level. What we need for this level is a word that comes from there. Hold on to whatever it is God has said and filter every other news through what God has said. Don't be deceived. Don't fall asleep. Our instruction in this last day is to stay awake. And I want to declare to you that the redemption of this nation and this continent in righteousness is not wishful thinking. It's not guessing. It's what thus says the Lord, the report from the Spirit. And that word is the word that we've held on to. That's the word that we are nursing here. Hallelujah. And that word is causing us to walk on water. Praise the Lord. Uh, and maybe maybe uh, the, everything that we are in suggests that we should be drowning. But because we have a word, we will not drown. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that as believers, we walk by faith and not by sight. If we're going to walk by faith, we need a word from the Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let's stay awake in this season, church. Amen. Let's stay awake in this season. Do not fall asleep. Do not fall asleep. Father, we give you thanks. 
Father, we give you praise. Father God, you said that in this world you will have trouble. But be of good, good courage because I have overcome the world. Father God, you said in your word that we are in the world but not of the world. I thank you, Father God, that what we are of will overcome what we are in. Hallelujah. 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 It's been a long time for some of us. Could we just open your mouth where you are and just praise God for the world of the Spirit. Praise God for the word that does not make sense. Praise God for the ridiculous and the impossible. Hallelujah. Let your praise overcome the things that you have been concerned with. Hallelujah. Let the praise overcome the, the political drama, the, the, the tensions in our country. Hallelujah. If God said something, it must come to pass. Hallelujah. 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 My God, I give you praise right now. My God, I give you glory right now. Hallelujah. Father God, speak to your people, Father God. May we not walk through this season asleep, Father God. May we not walk through this, miss our appointment, Father God. Miss our responsibility, Father God. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. May we walk through this season wide awake. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We are always thrown into a position of choice. We choose what to eat. We choose what to hear. We choose our friends. And that choice literally affects our moods, our motives, uh, our walks, our relationships. So we are a product of our choice. So what we hear today is choose what you hear. You hear from the world and also you hear from God. We have come to believe in this church that this nation will be redeemed in righteousness. So the waves and the difficulties and the turmoil is not the end of this nation or this continent. God has his own way and determines movements and activities and policies in a way that will reflect his glory. Uh, the one that stands here, as you see, uh, I, 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 I know from, from reality, when God speaks all things around, take shape and form in the direction of his voice. I was an 11th grade student at a boarding school in Harar where 
I was pronounced that I had leukemia and stayed in the hospital for three months. After three months, I was told I was a hopeless case to be cured. And so I was transported back to school, to the school from the hospital and lying in my dormitory, waiting for the time when my friends would go back home so they can also help transport me with them because I didn't have the ability, the strength to move around by myself. In that moment, I remember it was a tall Czechoslovakian doctor who told me that it was a hopeless case. And I come from the Ethiopian Orthodox tradition and I, you know, I, I don't read it in, in, in Amharic, but to the best of our ability, we are told about the word in Giz. I read it, but I don't understand it. In that desperate moment, waiting, you know, just simply to go home and die, our dormitory was very close to the library. How I got the energy, I don't know, but I managed to walk slowly, and among all the books, I found one book, and it was a Bible. I'd never seen a Bible, read a Bible in my life. And as I opened that Bible, one verse hit my eyes. There are friends who live in this city, know my story. And the word was this, John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I have come huh? that you die. No. I have come to give you life that you might have it more abundantly. At that moment, what hit me was life. That was in 1964. And I said, in my little mind, I said, if you've come to give me life, I'm not going to die. That was 1964. Here I stand, alive. Why? Why? God has a word for every adversity that comes across your way, across your family, across your business, across your destiny. When God speaks, things change. I am a result, a product that the word of the Lord, if taken seriously, can transform your life. So now, I am, it's a long story, finished. I, was, I became just a radical. I, I, I take what the word says and try to leave it. Here now, I refused, I went to finish school, but long story short, I'm now finishing my PhD, defend my dissertation. December and graduation is in May and I get an invitation from the International Bible Society then Living Bibles International says so they are using for people to go back to Africa and translate the life the, the African uh, the Bible in a more living dynamic African languages I say you know uh, and I was one of the candidates to be interviewed. <laughs> I said, you know, what would I? I didn't go to a proper Bible school. I didn't study Greek or Hebrew. My doctoral studies was international policy studies in educational administration. My master's is in communications. I'm a journalist, a broadcast journal. What would I do in Bible translation? And God came again and spoke to me. I'm not looking for your ability. I'm looking for your willingness. I tell you, it penetrated my spirit. And so here is December, Chicago, Illinois. 
They bought me a ticket, took me to Cyprus for an interview. There were 12 candidates. I was the only black. And the assignment was given to me. And the next 25 years of my life was spent in Bible translation. And we were able to finish 34 major African languages to translate the NIV study Bible. One of them is the Amharic, which the nation uses now. Are you telling me? When God speaks, is to make a difference, not only in your life, but in your generation. Please listen to me, my brothers. What we heard this morning is a word of life. I cannot act that for you. You have to act yourself. Some of you are sitting here wondering, full of fear, what's going to happen to this next? You know, whether some planning to leave or not? No. The first thing that you need to do is God is speaking to you about life. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Has He come to live in your life and change, transform your life to where He wants it to be? Do you know Jesus as your personal Savior? That is the entry point to an exciting journey. And I invite you and cha challenge you. I just want to close our eyes and just for one moment, I like, and I suggest to you, God is speaking. The words I speak to you is spirit and life. Have you accepted the life he has given you through Jesus Christ? If you have not, could you just show me, show me your hand and we will pray together. Anyone who has not accepted Jesus as your, the very important thing, a very important discovery is to know him and to receive his life. He died on the cross so that he give you his life. Anyone who has not registered to be a, a member of God's kingdom through the blood of Jesus. Alright? Looks like everybody is born again. Then we rise. Rise, all, all of us rise up. Hallelujah. 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 Tomorrow, not even tomorrow, as you walk out, there will be a challenge, a debate of the news, the YouTube, the Facebook, the Twitter, and all. And everybody jumping to tell you their ideas. I'm not saying ignore them, but the determining back factor B, the direction the authority have received from the word of God. Evaluate everything this week through the power of the word of God. And that word is very close to you. Meditate on it. Read it. It will change your life. If you doubt, look at my life. Look what God has done. It has been an exciting journey. And I encourage you, in this moment, speak over this nation. Not what the newspaper says, but what God says. Pray, seek His faith, get a word from the Lord, and declare that over the nation. When you go to your office, declare the authority of the word of God in that organization, in that situation you are in. There is more power, more life. Father God,
we are grateful in the power of your word help us to raise that sword this word of the spirit which is the word of god help us to declare it sway it around and make a difference in the decisions we make in the conversation we have with people in the direction we go to socialize with our friends and loved ones may the word of the lord make a difference may the authority of the word of god make a difference in our activities in our interactions help us to be alert to be awake not to simply repeat what the world says but to declare the oracles of god over our nations and of our situations raise your hands and receive the blessings of the lord the lord bless you the lord shine his face upon you The Lord give you the discernment and the understanding and the wisdom to declare the oracles of God over against what the enemy would throw at you from the media and any other social engagement you will have. God bless you with wisdom. God bless you with understanding. God would bless you with discernment to grab the opportunity and use it for the glory of the Lord and the blessing of this nation and your continent. God go before you and be your wisdom and your insight throughout the week may God bless you to make you an encouragement hope in hopeless situations light in dark moments encouragement in very discouraging circumstances i pronounce God's blessing God's protection God's wisdom and God's provision upon your life in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and all over God's people say amen give him praise give him praise give him praise we praise you God Abba. we magnify your holy name hallelujah hallelujah have a blessed week and walk as a man and woman of authority the word resides in you Breathe it, speak it, share it in Jesus' name.